Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Stop Hammer Time. It's the first Hammer Time of this the new season in our new stadium. And joining me to celebrate the opening of this season are... Uh, uh, he's an old friend of the podcast. He is author of An Irrational Hatred of Luton, um, West Ham Till I Die, and The Legacy of Barry Green. It's Rob Banks. Good evening. Hi, Rob. Uh, also joining us is... Uh, um, he's an old friend of the podcast. Uh, he is Dom Delaney. Hello. Don, as you know, uh, and his brother Sam, uh, as you might not know this, have started a brand new production company. Studio 60 Billion. Oh, thank uh, you for who, the plug who, uh, there, yeah, plugged it. Yeah. Uh, who have in fact employed me already in the last, <laughs> oh, yeah, just in the last couple of weeks, <laughs> and who allow me to sit on a tiny portion of a desk it's in a their premises to, to do you. some work. Yeah, really next good. week read out the telephone number and hours of opening. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, and let's uh, well, we should uh, we should kick off with this um, uh, FanDuel. This show is brought to you by FanDuel. It is the brand new way to play fantasy football. Uh, Forget season-long commitments. I'm reading here. Yeah, I'm reading. Uh, FanDuel leagues last just one day or one weekend, meaning a fresh start and a new chance to win every week. Uh, and uh, where do you find it? That's um, where's the uh, FanDuel? Look up. Just Google FanDuel. <laughs> How do you? Yeah, Google. I can't find the email address. Anyway, uh, you pick your team from the from the weekend's fixture, fixtures, any formation you want, and uh, uh, you have to stay under a virtual salary cap of a hundred million pounds. That's mm. going to get you quite a good team, presumably. I'm sold already. On yeah, this, I mean, it depends if it's a 25-man squad. Uh, but, you know, I mean, it's a I'm just Googling million, FanDuel right now. 100, 100 million quid. Yeah, there must be a... Pogba and one other player. <laughs> there must be a web address somewhere. Pogba. I can't find it. Anyway, uh, so you play your friends. You can play your friends in private leagues or you put your team up to compete against other teams that are around the country. And it's up to you uh, whether you put your money on the line because there's free and there's paid leagues. Uh, so... Uh, uh, you can enjoy this weekend's Sunday shootout where there's cash being given out to everyone that finishes in the top half. And there's a special offer for new users entering the promo code HAMMERS. HAMMERS. Uh, so this is obviously exclusive to us. Uh, and uh, FanDuel will refund your entry fee if you lose up to a tenner. So you get double the chance to prove yourself as the ultimate Football manager, fanduel.co.uk, I'm going to guess. That's all we've got time for this week. Yeah. (laughs) So so that's the, yeah, I thought that was extremely well read. Extremely well. So the season's underway. The season is underway. And uh, we've played two games. We all went to both of them. Uh, We went to uh, NK Domzale, NK Domzale, and uh, Juventus. 
uh, one of which of these teams I'd heard of. <laughs> and uh, that was an interesting, interesting pair of fixtures. But the, the new stadium, what do, what do we make of the new stadium experience? What do we... Well, it was an emotional time, wasn't it, going yeah. in there on... I think I, I spent most of my time looking around the new stadium at the MK Dons, Zale yeah, game, yeah, yeah. Uh, rather than at uh, the pitch, uh, which the is not such a bad thing, actually, on review, because it w- wasn't a great game, was it? It uh, wasn't a great game, no. But, but the atmosphere and the first rendition of Bubbles, yeah. with, what was it we had there on, on Thursday, 52,000, was it? Yeah, Was really moving, yeah. I've got to say. Uh, I, I didn't quite well up, but if I, you mm. know, this is the nearest I've got to it for many, mm. many mm. years. Mm. Uh, it was just, it was just blew me away. Blew me away, it the was, whole stadium. It was strange because I'd got there a bit early on the Thursday and, and to have a little look around. And I went to my seat, I had a look around and I came away with a tear in my eye. And I probably didn't, I didn't have that emotion for the last game at the bowling. No, I, I had emotion, but I didn't have a tear yeah. in my eye. Yeah. Um, it was certainly more emotional it, than that, yeah. It surprised me. Yeah. It really did yeah. surprise me. And, and I think that um, a lot of people feel the same way mm, mm, after mm. those first two games, that they're pleasantly surprised and moved by the, uh, the, the fact that the place has got emotion. And yeah, I think They yeah. thought it wouldn't have it. And we haven't even had a, you know, we haven't had a Premier League game there yet. So my seats are quite a long way away. I, uh, <laughs> I th- the game had started, and I thought those those things were just swimming around in front of my uh, lens of my eye. You're not uh, still yeah, sitting in the Bobby Moore lower, are you? Uh, yeah, that might be. That might be what's happening. It's being used <laughs> as a, before it's knocked down. It's being used as a film location for something oh, for I a film yeah. about. Um, uh, someone who takes hostages in a sports stadium. Is it Piers Brosnan? Yeah, some film. kind of action film. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, in the Kerbishly years, you felt like you were being kept hostage uh, <laughs> in the ground watching the watching the games, didn't you? And um, uh, so it was. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, my seats were. I, I I went on my own. Jim didn't come. Jim's brother didn't come uh, to the uh, to the NK Domzali. So I got there on my own. I walked for Hackney Wick and. Uh, so um, I was in a small block of seats kind of on my own, and I did think, oh, this is a long way away. And also uh, people, you know, um, sat down and very quiet. I don't think it's the same sort of set of people as going to be the regular season ticket holders, so that's got to sort of shuffle itself out you have got a lot more people now to ask, who was it, who was it scored then? Yeah, um, yeah, that's uh, right, yeah, yeah so people with better eyesight than yeah. me, yeah, yeah. I um, had very cheap, well, not cheap, they're all the tenor, but but I had the last... A uh, few tickets that were on sale there because I'd given my season ticket seats away to my brother and his kids. And uh, uh, so you would think they were probably the worst you can get. They were right. the bottom of the barrel seats and I was very happy with them. And we right. were quite far back. I had a great view of the game uh, and, and the atmosphere was good. Uh, I, th- I think that's probably going to wane a little bit over the season. And the, the danger is in those big grounds, I've worked it out now while we all sort of... Uh, take the piss out of Arsenal when we go there is because when it's quiet yeah. in somewhere big mm. it's very quiet it's very mm. quiet yeah um you could hear the players shouting at each other in a, in a bigger much bigger stadium than the bowling you could yeah. hear the players shouting to each other when it went quiet because I think their sound is is uh, kept in by the bowl shape of the stadium and so you get that you get that fan chatting going on in the stadium. Yeah. there's always a buzz of atmosphere behind it because it's so huge this place and it's so exposed and open i think you don't get that when we're when we're not singing at the top of our voices mm. uh 
you don't get that buzz. No, no. It does fall very flat. But there's also the... the, I mean, it's a double-edged sword, isn't it? You think, well, these two games have not really been... Yeah, okay, they've been the first two games at the Olympic Stadium, but they're not um, Premier League matches. No, no, no. FA Cup quarterfinals. No. They're not, you know... There was no one to sing out, was there? No, No, that's it. No, that's right. And the games were not... Not yeah, that. so, that's right. Um, but it, it's a consolation, but it is also a slight warning, isn't it? It's and a worry. You, you, because you, you, both of those games, you know, had flat periods. Uh, quite a lot of them. Second mm. half of uh, Domzale was 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 flat. I mean, they sort of caved when 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 Kiyati's second goal went in. They sort of caved. So the rest of the game was sort of a formality, uh, and consequently, it went very quiet. And Juventus was in a way like a testimonial game, and that. And when it went quiet, it was very quiet. And you sort of thought, we've got to play entertainingly and well, you know, all season. I mean, I, I think that, you know, some form of attacking and endeavour uh, is going to be rewarded. I, I, you know, this sounds like a kind of cue for a sort of anti-Allardyce stroke Kirbishly rant, but I think you've got to play in quite a progressive way to keep the fans on side with what you're doing. Yeah. Because... You silence that crowd, and crowds, you know, under under Kirby and under Allardyce, you were playing a, a type of football that silenced your own supporters. Yeah. Because, yeah, very true. you know, and don't it, forget also in the when the Premier League starts, they're going to have three, four thousand away fans in mm. there. Things start going against you. The atmosphere could turn the other way. So, yeah, it's, it is important to. But that always, traditionally, that always sort of, uh, at least a lot of the time, it would encourage the West Ham fans to sing up anyway. So that's Mm. why it will be a different kettle of fish, Mm, I think, mm, when the the Premiership kicks off. And let's not forget that I think for the best part of the time, that away uh, end will be sold out. Yeah. It's a big day out for mm. everyone. They all want to go to the Olympic Stadium. They all want to see it. So it's going to be a day out for them. And Mm. there's going to be a lot of... You know, uh, yeah, that's true. Away support, there. and with the uh, you know thirty pound cap on away tickets this year, oh, I yeah. think it will be rammed every week that, yeah. that away, yeah. which would be sort of great, won't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, will. Uh, it will help. Uh, the um, we sort of brings us on to getting to the game. It's kind of um, it's uh, uh, I get out. Um, just because where where I live, I get out at Hackney Wick and I approach the the stadium through like this area where there's no Westfields and in fact not many people making their way to the stadium from Hackney Wick. What's it like from the other end, um, uh, Dom? You said you had trouble getting away. Was that after Juventus? Yeah, well, I, I, I'd like made the mistake. I think it's a stadium you don't want to drive to, and and I no. did because of circumstances on Sunday, and I parked actually in the uh, aquatic centre and pretended that I was going for a swim right, and right. Uh, I, I walked all the way back out on that side which were is you the in your trunks in your trunks in my speedos yeah, yeah, yeah. which I'd done you know preempting yeah. the fact that of I course. might be questioned at yeah. the aquatic centre yeah. uh, and walked out towards that main drag there that walks into uh, Westfield and could see where I parked and almost see my vehicle and they because of the way they've structured this whole in and out flow I was told I couldn't walk over the cordon that they put up and had to walk all the way back around the stadium to get to it. Yeah. So I think there's a bit of a, you know, there's a line that they've drawn right through the ground out each side and they want people leaving what would be, I guess, north yeah. and the other lot leaving south, if yeah. that's right. I didn't have my compass with me. No, no, no. no. That sort of thing. Don't you have any of those Clark's trackers shoes with the compass in no, the heel? No, because I had my speedos on, they oh, would have looked ridiculous <laughs> yeah. if I had yeah. been wearing them. Yeah, no, well. when I saw um, 
Tom Daly last night and his and his partner, okay. his yeah. not his uh, his diving partner, his won the uh, yeah un- <laughs> noticeable lack of Clarks, uh, mainly which just speed. They only got bronze, probably. That's I don't right. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't really need to a compass when all you're doing is basically going down. In, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Pointing in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. In the water. Diving's one of those sports where, in a way, I mean, you finish fairly strong. You can't just tail off like, like sort of, you know, no. um, you know, Paula Radcliffe in the marathon often sort of finished a bit weakly. Sometimes, yeah. but diving is like, uh, you, no you know, you finish that, fairly strongly because you know, gravity strongly, allows yeah. you to. Yeah, you just you finish very strongly. Literally, the law yeah. of gravity. And <laughs> That's right. Physics, yeah, yeah. probably. You've well, committed yourself. Something to, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so. Uh, they don't want you to go to Westfield either, do they? They, uh, they try well, to discourage you. Know you. This is what uh, you were talking about earlier, and I'm very surprised at that. And something came up uh, that, that I, I wondered why there was a big uh, push on the promotion of the catering facilities at the New Olympic in, in Stadium. In the stadium, yeah. Uh, in, in the final week leading up to the, uh, the European game and the friendly. And it's became pretty obvious to me because the catering facilities weren't really much better than they were up to parts. Certainly in my experience, I know you had a better time, but uh, I think it's purely was uh, a push to keep people away from Westfield yeah, yeah. Uh, and into the stadium rather than come here, the catering's better than Westfield, which yeah, is yeah. my hard thing to sell off, really. We, um, you, you experienced well, well, that, Well, we found that um, uh, we left pretty much on the final whistle on Sunday um, after uh, getting a bit, of a, a bit of a squeeze on the uh, on the concourse, getting out, uh, we asked a steward if we could go to the shopping centre because we were going to let the crowds disperse, go and have a pint, go mm-hmm. and have something to eat. And he said, "Yeah, just go round there, and uh, um, you can go in the side." So we went round there, and uh, there's a big queue of people in West Ham shirts being interviewed before they were allowed to go in. You know, what you're doing, where you're going, just trying to make sure that they weren't using it as a shortcut. But I mean, you know, yeah. what are you going to do? We didn't have uh, colours on, so no. we just sort of played ignorant and said, "Oh, we've just come to go shopping," and uh, we were allowed straight in. So it doesn't seem doesn't seem fair, but I can see why they want to try and keep it to a minimum. But half an hour after the game finished, the place was absolutely ran with claret and blue. Yeah, yeah, so it's got to be. What I, mean, I, I, I doubt they'll go. I doubt they'll manage to really keep them out of Westfield. Yeah. It's, it's, there's not many other places to go around. Stratford, it's a losing battle, really. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they, they should have considered that before they let us have a stadium right next to a shopping centre. <laughs> yeah, center. massive, massive shopping centre. Don't go shopping after the game. I didn't see any of the, the catering inside the, uh, inside the stand. I have nightmare visions of uh, jelly deal wraps and uh, whelk smoothies. Um, <laughs> that, um, so I did have a, a two-foot-long locally farmed hot dog sausage right. thing, right? which was... Um, I, am I right in thinking they kept the buns the same size? No, the, buns, the buns are... Uh, <laughs> the buns are the same uh, size. And it's six inches too short at either end. Right, right. Um, so which makes it look rather ridiculous, but it's, it's very good, very tasty. Nice? I mean, yeah. it's easy to slip through the net, that sort of planning and catering, isn't it? I mean, yeah. you've got the, like, you know, supersized sausage now because we've moved to a posh ground. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but who was in charge of ordering the new buns? Yeah. The buns, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, um, this would never happen under Allardyce. <laughs> it would be, yeah. be the correct size bun for... Uh, wouldn't be any the bun to, just pies. No, just, yeah, the bun, the bun to meat ratio would yeah. be perfect. Yeah. He, would have got, he would have got a scientific team uh, yeah. working that he bought, bought with him from Bolton to work up on the dimensions of the bun. He uses GPS, GPS to locate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. 
So when you say locally sourced uh, sausages, do, do you mean bought from a local shop? Local, or, local or, to somewhere that sells sausages. Or roadkill yeah. from, from <laughs> the area, because I don't think... Oh, not I think, even anything that's been farmed in, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, sort of some urban, outback in Stratford, lock yeah. up. Hackney, Hackney urban farm. <laughs> yeah. 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 You yeah. shouldn't be killing those, but they've only got Hackney. about three of them anyway, Yeah, they? yeah. They're like petting they all They all went into that one sausage. They went into that big sausage. yeah. That's what, yeah, that's right. Um, so, what do we think about the football in those games? Were, were there, uh, I mean, those pre season games are rarely an mm. indicator for how the season's really going to go quite often. Uh, you know, I think under Avram Grant, we, we did very well in pre season, didn't we? And then had a. Well, as, as we said before, we were, we were too busy gulping at the stadium, mm. really, to. to to notice too much what was going on the pitch. I, uh, I mean, there, I've seen a few things on so- social media, people going, you know, I'm getting very excited for the new season. Uh, you know, the, the acquisitions are really good. It feels like we've got sort of strength and depth, two people in every position, blah, blah, blah. I've got to say, both games, I sort of thought this can't be the team that mm. plays a whole season. Uh, it's actually lightweight and a bit thin. Um, I know that, you know, not everyone's fit yet. Uh, we've, we've got a sort of potentially an embarrassment of, well... Is it riches in midfield? Uh, you know, I thought, obviously it's just one game, but I thought uh, for Gooley, I thought he looks really good. He's a sort of competent, good footballer, but he's not, I don't think he's out of the top draw. No. You know, he's not a game changer player. He's, he's a quick. Good, he's he's a good, quick. Yes, he's a good player, but I don't think he's, you know, I don't think he's an absolute... You know, you're kind of going, well, that's brilliant. We've got, like, Paye and Fagule fighting for the same position. You go, well, no, you don't. You've got, you know, one player who's, like, fantastic. Another player that's good. He's, mm. you know. I think Fagouli showed a lot of promise, though. But he was sort of easy to knock off the ball. And, and yeah. sometimes things didn't sort of end up great for him. Um, with Valencia, certainly in the, the uh, NK, you know, he's got, he's got so much skill. Uh, and, and a lot going for Valencia. But he just looks like a player whose mm. confidence has just gone i think that's it isn't it um, you know we he all had, know what he can do we know he had he that do. shot later on where he sort of was like through and kind of you know just kicked it straight at the goalkeeper and he sort of lay on the ground in the penalty area going what do i have to do for a long time and the answer is score you know yeah. it's up mm. to you and it's you know not, you know what he would have scored that goal when he first came to us on right. the back of that uh cup of america where he performed yeah. really well for, yeah for his country, and he, he would have he would have piled that into the back of the yeah. net that opportunity. Yes, and that is a confidence thing. I think yeah. he's, he's a good he's it. a good player, but I think yeah. he's kind of you know uh, he's yeah, very short on confidence at the moment. He's sort of playing on the wing as well. I mean, I don't know whether he was more in a four four two when he played for his previous club and for uh, uh, and he for could his probably country. do with a, a spell on the bench and to come on and ten minutes to go and yeah. see if he can you know when he needs to do something and. Um, get his confidence levels up. Yeah, yeah. Well, the striker yeah. thing—that's. I mean, that is a that is a real situation, isn't it? I mean, I think Carroll has performed very well in these two games, but I don't think he is. You know, realistically, I don't think he's the man for sort of Slavin's plan. You know, a pacey forward. If you're trying I to still hit think them on he's the plan B. Yeah, so I think he's Definitely plan B plan as well. B. But uh, so I mean, Slavin likes him. I think you know, mm-hmm. but uh, I mean, it has coincided with Sacco's kind of you know sort of injuries and now pretty much disappearance um, that that Carroll is getting a lot of game plan game time but I wonder if uh, you know because he scored twice against Juventus Mm. he scored twice against Juventus I wonder if um, you know Slavin is getting kind of sort of seduced towards kind of going well no he's good he's great you know maybe at the apex of the attack and sort of quicker people around him he is good but ultimately I think he will be 
retooling his own plan if he starts to lean towards starting Carroll every game because you've got to look at what the pecking order might be now given the transfer activity over mm. the last 48 hours I wonder where well firstly you know Carroll based upon what you said sits in that order but really where does going back to uh, Valencia what, what, what I mean has he got a role still to play mm, mm. at West Ham I, d- I don't know he was in the starting 11 for the last two games and yeah, you, you've yeah. got to think that Billich fancies him yeah, yeah. Um, and he thinks he'll come good. But you, as you say, with the transfer activity in the last uh, 48 hours, yeah. you've got to squeeze Ayer in there somewhere, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You wonder, you wonder what's, uh, what the plan will be. And I sort of, you know, um, I think people just think you don't like Andy Carroll if you sort of question that the, the perhaps, you know, like you, I sort of think he's a plan B and a very good one. Mm. And I think there might be certain games where you know that you can rough up the other team's central defence. So he might be a good starter for that. For that but it's a 14-man game these days, isn't it? It's yeah. not about... Yeah. I think they used to be, oh, he's got to be, he's got to be knocking on the door for a starting place. Well, it doesn't really matter if you're in the starting 11 or if you come on with 10 minutes yeah. to go. If you have an impact uh, on the outcome... That's the most important thing, and I think you know there's too much there's too much emphasis put on being in the starting eleven. Yeah, yeah, um, and yeah. This, these days, the game is more about um, you start with a you start with a certain plan. If it doesn't go to plan, you, you've got else, three yeah. men on the bench that can you can bring on to change things. Bring on to do well, something. You start different. with a plan that and involves what, fourteen players, and, and yeah. who who better if you're a goal down than Andy Carroll to yeah. come on and yeah. you know, and yeah, change yeah. things. Uh, fullbacks, we've you know we bought this uh, fullback uh, today, didn't we? Uh, Arthur, what's his name? Arthur Masalku, uh, or yesterday, uh, and that's our left back because of uh, Cresswell. Mm. It's strange that the uh, that Hendry was never really got the nod. A couple of players have, you know, well Hendry and Doniel Henry both seem really not to have made the grade, and you'd imagine they'd be kind of shipped I'm out. Surprised that Poet hasn't had. More of a look in either. No, no. Has he actually left, or is he st- still out on being farmed out on loan? Have they? Have they sort of? Presumably, they've sort of announced their twenty-five. That's the squad for the season. Uh, I, I think don't know that, if they have. I them. think that was it. That, I'm, uh, yeah, because I think that was in the uh, MK Dons Starley. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> program was the squad, wasn't it? So, I mean, it's got to be the squad. It's all the shirt numbers run there. I mean, with a few alterations, yes. obviously, with that. Are you coming in? And mm. there's going to be a little bit of a bit of bargaining going with the shirt yeah. numbers. I'm sure, but I think that was yeah, that was it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we because the because the. We didn't look strong at fullback. I thought. Um, uh, well, Byron was playing on the wrong side. Wrong side, and, um, and Antonio, Antonio doesn't want to be a fullback. Is uh, you know, so so. I mean, the uh, he's done it twice with Antonio at right back. He, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think he likes him there. I, I think, think he does. Yeah, I think it's you know, Slav is basically going. I want to include him, uh, but I also want to include. You know, I guess uh, Lanzini, or you know, I want my front three to sort of have Lanzini, um, you know, whoever's up front and Pae, um, if we're playing a sort of four-three-three. Um, so that, so if that is going to be, you know, Faguli, Pae, and a striker, or you know, Lanzini, Pae, and a striker in that front three, I want to include him. 
as a sort of wing back, but and I did notice that Oxford was coming across to cover for him a lot, and Tompkins did that a little I, I, bit. The problem is, I don't think Antonio is going to buy into his plan, however much he wants to do it. No, it's no. Going to, we, we, you, you're looking at trouble straight in the face. Well, he had a really good game against MK Donzali. Donzali yeah, I thought I mean, they had a really good game. Well but he's not comfortable there, though, and no, he doesn't no. like it, does no, he? No, so, no, no, he doesn't like it. I, I think know. against Chelsea, you might see him um, push further forward. Um, with Byram at right back and the new guy at left back. Oh, yeah, and, that's right. Yeah, um, yeah. Purely because there's no Lanzini available. And I, I wouldn't mind betting that Payet doesn't start uh, against Chelsea no. simply because of you know the, the length of time he's had yeah, yeah. back at the yeah. club. So you might find might see uh, Antonio given a bit of a shot further up. Yeah, yeah. But it felt like, a, I mean, it felt like, you know, in these two games, I mean, to sort of sum up, it felt like a team sort of with, there were holes in it, weren't there? It felt mm. to me like that's not the team. That's not the team for felt this season. Felt incomplete, yeah. Yeah, very it's incomplete. Bit, like um, a bit of a trial run almost, yeah. which I guess it was. You know, you don't know what Bilic had said to him on both of those games, certainly on the friendly, but even on the uh, European game. Yeah, it was a bit lacklustre, wasn't it? Yeah. But he may well have said, go out there, we're going to win this. You know, we've got a far better Team, just don't overstretch yourself. We've yeah. got a whole premiership season coming up uh, and we'll see a very different set of circumstances, even if it was the first, the same start in 11, I'm sure, on the first yeah, day of the premiership. Right. That's right. And I think that, you know, that again, you know, I thought he, in a way, when he first came in uh, last season, he used those pre-season friendlies and, in fact, the European games in a very good way. He sort of, yeah. he kind of filtered through a lot of players in there. Yeah. Oddly yeah. enough... Cullen seems to be, you know, like American football teams have a kind of specialist player who comes under. Cullen's speciality is playing pre-season games because at the beginning of last season, he was really ever-present in uh, the pre-season friendlies and that's stuff. All, and then a, went that, completely that, missing for the whole season. That's all his contract is. Yeah, it's that's right. Yeah. He's a pre-season player. It's a yeah. new thing that's come into the Premiership recently. You'll yeah. find every club has them. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he's... Uh, maybe he's actually on holiday now and he yeah. will be for the mo- most of the year. And maybe be- some kind of wage structure <laughs> kicks in if if he plays in a competitive yeah. game, they have to pay him more. He's so they just have They've given him more holiday than usual, so he yeah. can take the whole season out. That's right. That's right. He's really, yeah, yeah. That would be fantastic. Just players that specialise in playing in friendlies would be brilliant. You could just get loads of senior players, uh, yeah. retired players, back. Um, so, so um, during the transfer window, uh, what do we think of uh, Nortvit? Uh, what do we think of him? He was looked sort of mm. solid, didn't he? I mean, yeah, it was, he was really unlucky with that penalty in the first game against MK Dons. Mm, mm. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I think he was falling over, wasn't he? And, and the ball sort of hit him on the elbow. Yeah. Um, and I thought, oh God, what have we got here? Um, but yeah. he's, you know, the last two um, for the rest of that match and for um, the second leg, he looked really accomplished. He's all right, isn't he? I mean, yeah. he's. Um, He's kind of screening the back four, isn't he? Mm. I suppose it gives uh, uh, Kuyati, who, you know, two goals in his first <laughs> game back. He, what a player. that he yeah. He's a great player, isn't he, Kuyati? He's a terrific player. And sort of quietly goes about his business of scoring goals. And, uh, you know, he gets, he's got a lot of goals for us already yeah. in his time at the club. And uh, uh, for Just someone who's... Just gets on with it. Gets yeah. his head down, gets on with it, yeah, and he'll yeah. knock him in. And he, he won't accept the praise. Or... Does, yeah, that's right. Does his own thing. Yeah. So sort of you get the feeling that he doesn't really necessarily obey his instructions when he, there was that Manchester United game where he 
uh, played centre back. But what he did was just add that job to the rest of his normal game. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. appeasing the manager, but getting on with what he does best. <laughs> yeah. Scored a goal. Yeah. Scored a goal in the game where he'd been told to be a centre back. Just did his own game, and you know. What a player he is. He's a fantastic player, I think. And uh, those two goals, the first two goals at the new stadium, you know, it was uh, great to see him sort of... Uh, go down in the history books. Yeah, yeah, go down in the history books because mm. he really deserves it. He's a terrific player. Um, so I suppose, you know, Nortveed, Nortveed is doing, seems to be doing a lot of screening the back four, playing in front of the back four and uh, uh, breaking play up and stuff. Mm. So I suppose that gives Kuyati the kind of latitude to sort of go forward. Uh, which is good. Yeah, he looked all right, Nortveed, didn't he? I mean, I mean, there's sort of... It's arguable that there might be games where you don't feel that the back four, if they're really, you know, firing on all cylinders, need that amount of protection mm. to have, you know, you know, another sort of sweeper type in front of them. I didn't see much from him in a sort of creative sense. No. Um, uh, he can pass, there's no yeah. doubt about that, but I don't, didn't... He, maybe that's... that. The difference between him and an Alex Song is, you know, Song's got that yeah. got a pass in him, hasn't he? That can that can open things up. Yeah, but he, but we didn't see that from him last year either. No, or, no, no, or no, towards no, the end no. of the season before that. So. No, no. I mean, I wonder what will happen to him mm. now. I mean, he, you know, he's sort of um, whatever that kind of injury was between his first and second seasons, or part of that first season. He was never the same. I mean, he was awful for the remainder of that last season and then barely featured this mm. season because... Couldn't some... get a pair of shorts he liked. No, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, constantly having them adjusted by his mum. Uh, he should buy a pair that's the right size. Mm. That would probably... He wouldn't have to take them up. Well, he looked like he had them on that sort of drawstring. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So yeah. he'd just pull yeah, the yeah. string and they go up a bit. Yeah, they go up. And like, like curtains. They yeah. were essentially curtains where the show was his thighs. And, uh, uh, yeah, I wonder were... if they'd let him wear Speedos. I found them quite comfortable, when actually, the game. on, yeah, yeah. on yeah. Sunday. Yeah, I'm not sure if that breaks the rules. And you so get really. in and out of the stadium a lot quicker. You as can well. park in the aquatic mm-hmm. centre. You can yeah, tell him that's that. That's right. Yeah, exactly. They're going to be, yeah, they're going to be the... Um, <laughs> The tiny shorts the footballers wore in the uh, 80s, they like Glenn speedos. Hoddle, those were yeah. more or less Speedos. They they're now those that's kind where of... where Speedos came from. Yeah. They're <laughs> kind <laughs> of a... So it's not the other way around. They are more or less the trunk-type pant they are, that, yeah. is, that Calvin Klein that made, are uh, based on those preference kind of... preference of yeah, 80s yeah. players, yeah. Yeah, very uh, people... Yeah, that, that, some of the new lycra-based fabrics they have now would have been perfect for those uh, type, type I, I, of shorts. I totally agree, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom Daly was wearing a pair of those eighty <laughs> shorts last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. On the absolutely. Diamond. Yeah, so, um, so, you know, hopefully there's... A, you, I wonder whether there's still going to be another big striker signing, a backer, you know... Well, what we of, haven't mentioned, what, what happened to uh, our, our, our Argentinian, what happened to Caleri? Is he... Yeah, that was a mm. big rumour, wasn't it? Uh, that seemed to be... Well, last, I thought that was a done deal. But right. Last yeah, I heard, he was, he was a done deal, yeah. yeah so, but quiet. then he's gone off the sort of uh, back pages since the A's thing's yeah. gone down. I'm, well, I mean, there's another one that'd be thrown. Now, I looked at the uh, Scout Network video. I looked at one of those videos for the first time when he came into the mix and he was way off, the, you know, even the... Uh, medical, let alone the work permits and everything else that has to go through before he comes to us. This is why I've assumed it had all fallen through. But he looked like a tasty player. Mm. I really did impress me on those, yeah. those things. 
and now he's not coming. Well, I don't know. No, no, I've just had it. It's been 48 hours and not one mention of him no, from no. anywhere that I can think of. Mm. Where's that Torre bloke? He didn't play in either of those games. He's got a knock, hasn't he? Oh, has he? Right, yeah. Because yeah. about a thousand players, the, the Juventus game, uh, just, you know, players were coming out at the end that I had never heard of. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, just lo- lots of must be kind of converted youth team Players that have stepped up or something. All just the pre-season squad. Yeah, they're just yeah. that, that <laughs> squad. That's why you've never heard of the clones, the clones yeah, of yeah. Josh Cullen. Yeah. Oh, I, Samuelson uh, got on towards the Samuelson end, didn't he? Samuelson made it on towards the Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. he you know, looks like he might be the real deal, based mm. on sort of, you know, like... I think the club he went... Who did he go to the loan? Peterborough. Peterborough. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they, you know, they were delighted with him. Yeah, he did very well there. He's you a, would have thought, that's it now. You know, you farm them out, they do incredibly well at... Uh, uh, what were they, League One still, Peterborough? Yeah, posh. League One, the posh. Uh, that's it. That's it served its purpose. He comes back in now, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and plays a part in the squad. And I can't remember whether he got a uh, squad number in the, uh, uh, in the uh, programme the no. other day, but it'd be interesting it, it to see him to, get yeah, run out. Yeah. Good to, you know, to, to, to include him, because yeah. he looks like he's got... Um, well, he had one run, didn't he, that was good, that, that he sort of... Because he seems to be able to go past people, but he also, you know, he's got a shot on him. I think he's yeah. he's scored some good goals pre-season for us last year. But he, because he, they sort of toured was it the States, you know, last year, not this year. But, yeah. And he had some very, he had some very one, good yeah. games, didn't he? And uh, he, you know, it would be good if he sort of was included. Yeah. Sad to see Tompkins go. Well, I was gutted. Yeah, I was. I also think, I mean, I, you know, it wasn't... Uh, there's that sort of notion of, uh, oh, it's good business, 10 million. I mean, a lot of the sort of, you know, talk on our Facebook page uh, and Upton Park Life was it's good business, you can't turn down sort of 10 million. Uh, uh, Oxford might step up and stuff. And you go, well, yeah, but this is, you know, we're, in, yeah. we're with the big boys now. You, you know, you, w- I think the previous four or five seasons have shown that you must, you need four really good central defenders. If Oxford had already stepped up. That's right. Then maybe, yes, but. Um, There's a gap, isn't there? When there is a got gap, to, yeah. and Collins is injury-prone yeah. and suspension-prone as well. Yeah. So, Well, it's like, in a way, going, you know, we've got 10 million for him, which gives us 10 million to look for a real kind of, like, real sort of 10 million pound central <laughs> defender just to one. fill the gap that yeah. we got from selling our central defender for 10 million. Because you go, now, you know, of course you can give these, uh, um, you know, Oxford and Burke... The chance, but you've got a guy who's only 27, who's a 10 million pound central defender that somebody is valued as 10 million, and you've got them already. Uh, you know, I yeah, would have. It doesn't make any sense in that. No, respect, and I would have. It? You know, kind of. Go, he wanted first team football. Was was. I don't an, buy that. Another one of the cries, but you sort of go well. But we're we're going to be in a European tournament and hopefully in several cup runs. I think you can promise him that. Mm. Plus. Right back. I think he could sort of, you know, play nearly every other week if he wanted to. And I think, I sort of think there should have been a bit more of an effort to keep him. You know, in a sense, I sort of feel, you know, there's possibly a little bit of chicken and egg with Sacco now. Because if Sacco is sort of fit, you know, the rumblings of discontent that started from him last season could presumably have been sort of... uh, uh, ameliorated with a bit of kind of arm round the shoulder and going, oh, you know, you'll be back then. Tompkins is a, he's a West Ham stalwart, mm. you know. It, don't we still need those players at the club, mm. you know? Or do yeah. we want to turn into one of those sort of big, 
international turnover yeah, we're sort of who's doing that he's come now, and yeah, gone yeah. and there's no one really that's got that heart and soul in him yes. and he certainly was one of the players that had that yes I mean you know in a sense uh, you know it was, it, it was a, a real shame that we had to get rid of uh, Craig Bellamy but we were doing some really serious book balancing we got a huge profit on him and we sort of let him go things are much more stable now we're in a big stadium hoping to sort of move on and we sell a highly rated £10 million central defender to another team and now have three top flight central defenders. And it's like... It's important know. to keep players in your squad that, that get it, isn't it? That, mm, get, mm. The, that get the West Ham... Oh, I hate to say it, the West Ham way. Yeah. That, that's what it though. is. But now we're left with Noble. Yes. He's like, the, okay, he's the captain, but he's the only one really out of all of that lot that, that understand the link... Uh, the link between the, the history and the fans and the, and yes, the way yeah. the team... And he has that in spades, but, yeah. I mean, it, is it enough just to and, have a noble yeah. there? You know, yeah. uh, it's, you need some of those players. And you see him, you see him encouraging grounded. the other players, don't you? And, yeah. and, and encouraging yeah. them and telling them, you know... Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yes. but I think you need more than just one. Yeah, yes, I that's agree. right. Totally. I, I, I thought it was, you know... You know, I'll be able to carry on. It's not, it's not mm. like uh, I'm totally demoralised and hate the club now. But uh, it just seemed a bit silly. Uh, you know, the two arguments, well, it's good business, you can't turn down 10 million. Well, we're sort of, we should now be in the stage where we're not turning down 10 million. We're able to keep sort of good players. Uh, and yes, the... Well, he wanted first-team football. We can't help it. If he wants first-team football, he's going to have to go elsewhere. Well, I think it's a game where you need four central defenders. You know, one of those seasons under Allardyce, we were playing just, you know, like Spectre at centre-back and stuff. You know, a couple of injuries. We've had... We've been a little thin in the last couple of years, haven't we? Kiyati had to play central defence only season before last. I mean, I, I think... Yeah, like I say, Collins, Collins is... Uh possibly first choice isn't he but he's he's going to be um he's going to be injured he's going to yeah. be suspended reed um is injured fairly often he mm-hmm. misses he misses well there was also a feeling that there was also yeah, a feeling with with with, yeah. with tomkins that he was there's a slight people are you know i think because he's i don't know what it is about because he's not a sort of um blood and thunder sort of general like like uh collins um and Reed has been fantastic, but he's quite unpredictable. There's a notion that Tompkins is somehow our fourth best player. But I would argue most confident on the ball, either Ogbonner or Tompkins, out of those four players, the best passer, I'd say Ogbonner or Tompkins, best tackler out of all four, Tompkins. Yeah. Tompkins is the best tackler out of Reed, Ogbonner, Collins and Tomkins. He's the be- he times tackles brilliantly. Yeah. Times, you know, he's tackled inside the area, running back at full speed, and has got and the ball. And there's no, right. there's no question of the guy going over. He's so he's the best tackler, probably, you know, up there with Ogbonna is most comfortable on the ball, and his distribution is best. And he's the one we got rid of. That's why they're, I don't buy this thing about wanting first team football. Is nah, the reason why he went I, away. I, I, yeah. We wanted the ten million quid. That's the reason he mm-hmm. left. It was not, you know. But I don't then think your he question is: It the ten million? Because ten million, yeah. I mean, you put if it's a first team football thing, and uh, look, put it this way: if I was sitting there, I think it wouldn't be a difficult sell for me to convince somebody like Tomkins, who mm. is West Ham through and through, to stay. 
stay at the club. Like you say, Phil, it's European football, it's the Olympic Stadium, it's playing in front of 60,000 people every yeah. week. Yeah, you might not get a run out every game, but it's worth sticking around because look at the way things panned out over the last few seasons. You could probably sell that into somebody like mm. Tom Kinsey. Yeah, so yeah. something is uh, a little bit amiss there. Yes. Is it the 10 million? I don't know. Are we, <laughs> are we big enough a club now to be able to turn down a 10 million bid? I don't know. I reckon you should, they should have upped the price tag a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's the fact that... And wait for it to be turned down, you know? It's the fact that I think if someone tells you you've got a £10 million player and values them at £10 million, especially a central defender, I think so you should hang on to that mm, guy. Because, yeah. you know, I think any of our... You know, I think a lot of the Premier League clubs would be enhanced with any of our four guys, including Collins. You know, I, I, I think there's, there's a kind of a lack of good central defenders in the Premier League, you know, at the moment. I think Dimi Kalis is not very good. A lot of those Manchester City guys are no good. They just paid £47.5 for John Stones, and he had a shocking season last year. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, You know, a lot of them, I don't really really rate Mertesacker. I don't. Smalling has improved a bit, Mm. but I don't think they've got another good central defender at Manchester United. We had four, and I think that was one thing, you know, that helped us... Reed and Tompkins helped us to get out of the championship. And then a lot of, you know, Allardyce, uh, his football was built on, you know, good central defensive pairings. And we were very lucky to have that. That was certainly a turning point for us. That defence being sorted out, we shored it up and, you know, that was the turning point. Yeah, and I sort of, you know, Ogbonna was a good buy. And I think that, you know, he is now, he he became the fourth good central defender that we had. But uh, to start going, oh, yeah, we've got four really good ones. We can sort of afford to get rid of one. Sort of, that's kind of mad, I think. Mm. And uh, Oxford looks all right, but those were, you know, uh, it was a kickabout against Juventus and uh, NK Donzali didn't really offer all that much in attack. But, uh, you know, we'll see. There was a rumour that Juventus had actually signed Oxford at half-time and uh, <laughs> yeah, took him yeah. away back to uh, Turin with them. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. It's probably yeah, just yeah. a rumour. I saw a, yeah, a table about to be put on the pitch <laughs> with a pen. <laughs> <laughs> they were trying it with a lot of players, yeah, apparently. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They've got a desk ready at the side of the pitch <laughs> just for. Uh, oh, put them in the shop. There, we yeah. take some players on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that? You used to, that used to happen all the time, didn't they? Put a yeah. little table out at half time and someone would sign a new contract. Yeah, or... yeah, yeah. They sort of stopped doing it because it gave uh, the young players ideas. Because it's like the sort of 12 year olds come, yeah. coming out in the middle of the pitch and signing. I remember Joe Cole yeah. coming out in there. Pitch and signing is sort of... Uh, well, and then you get the 14-year-olds leaving the next the very same night of being a nightclub in a getting yeah. out of a baby <laughs> Bentley. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, so, um, so the first game of the season is away at Chelsea. It was a very easy, easy tie. Always, um, always good to yeah, open yeah. with an easy one like last yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Which we won. Yeah. It sort of uh, shouldn't, you know, should hold no fears for us. I mean, they, uh, but uh, it might do. It depends yeah. if we sort of sorted it. You know, our team was possibly a little more sorted out by that time. I mean, he was shuffled through a lot of permutations because of those uh, European games he had to kind of try these guys out. And plus, also, I mean, uh, you know, he did inherit a quite a strong team from, from Allardyce once we, you know... Uh, but he'd had that Pire European eight. tie the Thursday before and played a really weak team, hadn't he? And we'd yeah. gone out. Yeah, and yeah. Been criticised and, yes. uh, of course, it worked. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, this time I'm not sure whether there's going to be... No, no. That sort of background to it, and I, I'm a bit concerned about Monday night. I'm not sure. No, I'm not sure about it at all. Yes, I think it. Yeah, I think it could be hard. It could be hard. Uh, 
you know, they've got a new manager. They've, um, you know, Hazard may well be back. Mm. Um, and the only thing you can say about it is with a new manager, sometimes his ideas take a little while to come across. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, I say good. Bring it on. Let's get it out of the way early mm. doors. Yeah. You know, if, if we're basing our predictions on those two games we've been talking about, then uh, we're not going to come away from Stamford Bridge with anything at mm. all. No. But we're not, we can't base on, on those two no, games. No. Uh, we're going to see the first run out of our, hopefully, as near as we get to our, our, our first team. And, uh, yeah, like you say, I mean, it's Chelsea. Have like, there's a lot of changes there. You know, There's yeah. a lot of expectation. Who knows? It's up for grabs, isn't it? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they've got a tiny little stadium, and it's. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. But listen, we're playing one of the smaller clubs in yeah, London yeah, now, right. aren't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've always got a chance um, of going to small clubs. Yeah, yeah. Mid table, mid table last season, bit. Yeah, bit crap, yeah, yeah. Really. Mid table, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, so we should. Uh, yeah, three points, three boos should be all right. Um, uh, well, before we get predictions for that game. Um, uh, wasn't Pae good in those first two group games in uh, in the Euros? <laughs> I thought that uh, those two those two group games that France played, I thought his performances were almost two of the best performances I've seen oh, by a footballer mm. over ninety minutes. He was yeah. just um, better than he played for us yep. by streets. But then they played him a bit more centrally, and everything went through mm. him. They really made him the linchpin, and I think he stepped up because it was his country as well. You know, yeah, I mean, I think yeah, he's he's uh, you know. He's great, but he has had some quiet games for us, lest people forget. You know, yeah. but there's a bit of magic sometimes, but there can be games where he's quite, you know, quite anonymous, quite ineffective. You just know, I mean, when he came on on Sunday, he just gives the team a completely different dimension. Yeah, Even if yeah. he's being quiet, he'll just pass the ball in a, at an angle that no one else does. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and things open up. Yeah, that's uh, right. And I, I, I mean, I'm not ashamed to say I punched the air and shouted out loud when uh, when he scored the second goal. Not in the first game. Who did they play in the second game? Was it Albania or somebody like that? Yeah, um, he got. Yeah. They they were they scored both in added time, didn't they? Yes, that second yeah, one. Yeah. Um, you know, I was. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that the one where uh, Bilic knelt on the desk? Uh, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was awesome as well, wasn't he? What a performance from him. Yes, yeah, very good. I he was right tree. Right he was, right yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. But he was, um, he was on fire pie in both of those games. Mm. I thought he, uh, um, even if he miscontrolled the ball, he turned it into something. Mm. You know, it sort of kind of bounced off him a bit wrong and he just prodded it out to another teammate. You know, managed to, every miscontrol, he made work for him. Uh, it was a really, really fantastic pair of But you'd have wondered, wouldn't you, where, who was the £89 million player? I mean, Pogba really didn't do anything no, the whole no, tournament. No, 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 not at no. all. And let's, on that note, I think it's hats off to Pye and appreciated from us all that he came out and put the kibosh on all that transfer yeah. stuff. And he did it pretty quickly as yeah. well. So yes, it's quite, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it was a sigh of relief for me, definitely, because despite the fact that the contract had been signed and you know what happens to him, and on the back of a performance like that, it's every likelihood that that player's going to go somewhere, you know. Yeah. But, but he took the initiative there yeah. and made that statement and that, God, yeah, that was... No, uh, it was good, wasn't it? Relief, it was good, yeah. wasn't it? Well, let's, um, let's wrap this up. Uh, how about predictions for the Chelsea game? Rob? Uh, I think, well, I'm going to, uh, optimistically, I'm going to say a one-all draw. One-all draw, yeah. I was going to go for that. I mm. can't now. Dom? 
Well, I'm going to stick my head right on the chopping block here and say uh, I'm going to go into the new season with massive optimism and say we're going to we're going to take three points away from that. It's going to be two one West Ham. Two one West Ham. Yeah, I'm going to be optimistic now as well. I'm going to say uh, one nil. I think we nick a goal. I think we nick a goal there. Um, yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. But. Uh, very exciting, very exciting start of the season. The new stadium is, uh, I think, I think we're all sort of pleasantly surprised by it. I mean, I, you know, I don't, I don't think we were expecting it to be horrible, but uh, it's, um, mm. you know, the conversion is good. It's sort of, um, it's, uh, you've got to keep the crowd really on side and give them something to cheer about. Though. It's, it's got, you know, kind but of... But when you do, it's lively on all parts of that stadium. Yes, it is, That's yeah. a significant point, you know. Yeah, so that's, the, that's actually... the other advantage of... Um not having four stands, isn't it? Yeah. Right, right, having the bowl. All the way around. Th- yeah. The noise carries round, carries through. So, And, you know, pockets of singing started. There's a pockets of sort of bubbles. The Pie song got sung. So so I think, you know, the the singers are going to start kind of, people are going to be here, you know, listening out for the groups to sing. Like, you know, there was the big group at the back of uh, Bobby Moore Lower that started a lot of singing and similarly in Chav Corner at the other place. And I think people who are listening out for that will kind of join in. Hopefully the momentum of the singing will kind of carry on. There'll be, so. you know and uh, yeah you know it could be really good it could be really good uh, well you know it's got to be <laughs> looking forward to it yeah yeah alright okay well uh, this has been the first uh, Stop Hammer Time of the Season my name's Phil Whelans with you in Rob Banks cheerio and Dom Delaney bye come on you irons Sports Social Podcast Network